When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Hockey News Podcast. Well, Ryan, you know, here we are right after game two of the Stanley Cup final between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Florida Panthers. We're in Vegas. Um, uh, you know, presented, this is presented by BetMGM. Uh, you know, be where the action is. Um, now, the thing is, with, with game one, a score of five to two, there's an empty netter involved. It was close. At least it was close to the end. This game, on the other hand, was an absolute torrential blowout. Just a, it was pretty much over start of the second, end of the first. Mm. Um, and we saw a team in the Panthers, you know, a team that that has found a way all playoffs just come completely unglued. Yeah. And when you look at the end result, it was a lot of the same beats mm. as game one. But as you said, this one was never close. Uh, you know, game one was tied at one point. Yes. Um, Panthers you, were even leading at one point. Yeah. So you look at um, game two and, you know, once again, Florida was undisciplined. You know, once again, Vegas was able to get a lot of traffic in front of Sergei Bobrovsky. And then in this case, also Alex Lyon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Vegas was not intimidated in what was a very physical game. So, you know, basically it was the same as game one, except for the fact that we basically knew what was happening, as you said, by the beginning of the second period. And unfortunately for the second half of the game, it was really just, you know, Florida trying to get under Vegas's skin uh, or, you know, tax a physical toll on them and Vegas just trying to play out the string and make Mm. sure that, you know, the guys didn't get hurt or take any stupid penalties or or anything like that. Um, So a little anticlimactic, unless you were a Vegas fan, in which case all seven goals were treasures. No, absolutely. And it it is interesting to note or, or to even see that the team that is, I would say the more classically, physical in the Panthers, like the team that, that has more of the, the sort of marquee physical nature. Mm. They are now, I would say the most banged up team in this series, considering that Radko Gudis got absolutely plastered along the boards in the first period. They mm. were, he was already banged up to the point where Florida went 11 and seven yeah. in this game and he left the game and did not return. Mm-hmm. And we do not have an update on Radko Gudis. Paul Maurice did not offer one um, and said that, you know, he's a very important player and that mm. it, it, it's difficult to, uh, to play without them. And speaking of injuries, I mean, the Vegas Golden Knights, for you know, as for as much as they dominated the game, they seem to have dodged a big bullet when it came to one of, if not the the best forward on their team, at least, mm. in Jack Eichel, who again got just like that's one of the most like I don't want to say vicious in the sense that it was dirty because we're right. both going to talk about how it's not. Yeah. Um, but just one of the most like vicious open ice hits I've seen since like Scott Stevens at this one, right? This one was legit. Like this one wasn't a crime committed on the ice. Right. Um, Michael had his helmet pop off like right away. He went to the, went to the bench and then nearly down the tunnel, then returned for the third and looked pretty great. But man, what a hit that was. 
Yeah, you know, Matthew Kachuk uh, really leveled him. And, you know, Eichel, it appeared that, uh, you know, a lot of people are speculating that he toe-picked right before, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the the contact. And, and you could see Eichel was obviously kind of falling forward. It was shoulder on shoulder, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, it was, it was a clean hit. And, um, you know, I was talking to Alec Martinez from Vegas, after the game and you know he was saying like look things get revved up there are big hits we're we're happy that jack is okay like you never want to see a guy get hurt um but it was certainly a big boost to the golden knights that not only did eichel return but he set up yet another jonathan marcius goal uh i don't know if it was his first shift of the third period or a second but it was very early on and eichel did say himself in this room that he did toe pick so that's a big well, yes. Yeah, so, so there is, but yeah, it just just an incredible. If that if that hit had come at really any other time, I think that would have been a huge spark to the Panthers. It did kind of spark them a bit in the sense that they were able to get another goal in the game. At least there there was a little bit, there was a glimmer of hope, and then it was just immediately snuffed out mm-hmm. by, uh, uh, by it. So um, another big thing here is is uh, Sergey Bobrovsky. You know, this is a second game where he's allowed – well, he's allowed 12 uh, – well, I guess the empty net doesn't count. So he's allowed 11 goals um, in these two games. He's the fifth goaltender that the Vegas Golden Knights have chased in the last 12 playoff games. Paul Maurice gave him a vote of confidence after saying that he's going to he remain the guy, if you will. But the guy who was entering the series, the runaway Con Smythe favorite, has looked decidedly human through the first two games. Certainly. And – you know, again, in retrospect, you look at that Carolina series, you look at that Toronto series, the Canes and the Leafs did not want to go to the tough areas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Florida Panthers defense core, and we've talked about this before, you know, the more defensive guys, the burly guys, Gudis, Mark Stahl, you know, even Aaron Ekblad, made it really hard to get traffic in front of Bobrovsky. The Golden Knights are just as big, if not bigger than the Panthers, and they're faster than the Panthers. Yes. And they are willing to pay the price in front of the net. And what we've seen now is that wall that was Bobrovsky has fallen apart and he's been decidedly ordinary. I think it's also magnified by the fact that Aiden Hill has played superb in the Vegas net, Um, you know, making some spectacular shots. I thought that, you know, there were times early in the game when Florida had a power play, particularly when, when Sasha Barkov, was controlling things Mm -hmm. in the offensive zone where the Panthers looked really dangerous and Aiden Hill was there every time that Vegas needed him early on. Mm -hmm. And from there on out, you know, I mean, the Golden Knights obviously put up a touchdown with the extra point. Um, But I I do think that Hill was uh, quite a factor in this game. You mentioned that wall. That that is uh, in in front of I guess Sergio Brasco, not there anymore. It's actually it seems like there is a wall, but it's in the opposite direction. In that like, and and it's a point I believe it was brought up by Mike McKenna during the game uh, in the first period, and it, it stuck with me. And then it was actually addressed with Paul Maurice as well after. In that the Panthers are sliding, like Panthers defenders, they're trying to block shots so much that they're sliding right in front of, of Bobrovsky's mm-hmm. vision, like they're for like split seconds cutting it off. And Paul Maurice was like. Well, the difference in, in that is three inches. You know, right. we're, we're close to we're you know, if you're going to get in the goalie's sort of line of vision, you have to block those shots. Yeah. And they aren't. And we've seen a lot of those goals happen, you know, from five, six feet out where the guys they're sliding through. They're trying to block it. 
momentarily taking Bobrovsky's sort of vision away and it's in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. It's tough. Um, another one, I guess, before we wrap up here is 10-minute misconducts. They, a lot of them. They were handing them out like candy. Yeah. It was crazy. There was, first of all, Matthew Duchuk, I believe now has 36 penalty minutes in two games. The record is 58, I believe, in the Stanley Cup final. Interesting. Um, I believe Elliot Freeman uh, uh, tweeted that out. Okay. Um, so Tuchuk is well on his way, well on pace to breaking that, shattering that, really. Yeah. Um, you know, he he got two 10 minutes conducts tonight. You know, he, he got another uh, two minute, I believe, uh, uh, you know, for roughing or interference or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Duclair got a 10 minute misconduct. Eric Stahl got 10 minute misconduct for um, uh, 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 adverse language, I believe it was. It was for, for abuse something. Abuse of an official, abuse I of think. Abuse of an official, yeah. yeah. So that's, you know, but, uh, good Lord will be, you know, not not too happy with that. Um, so it's, uh, it, it just, and Barbashev, Ivan Barbashev gets a 10 minute misconduct as well for the shenanigans that come that came after the Chuck it, it really the refs are trying to take a or trying to to sort of play play traffic cop to, yes. in, in this series by just handing out 10 minutes to be like hey don't do anything dumb and if you do you're gonna be yeah. gone for 10 minutes yeah and you know what i was fine with it i know yeah. some people on twitter were complaining about it but wow shocking yeah i know <laughs> yeah yeah consider the source yeah um but no i i think that especially in this case where the panthers knew they weren't gonna win mm-hmm. at you know I shouldn't say at no point in this game, but, you know, after the first period, they were never going to win this game. Mm -hmm. So what do you do for those other, you know, 28, 36 minutes? Well, you know, you try to cause havoc. Um, If it was me, and maybe it's just I'm a bad person, I would try to hurt the other team. (laughs) What else are you going to do? It's The series is not over, right? The home team hasn't lost a game yet, and until Florida loses at home, this series is you know, open. still open yeah. in my books. So if I'm the ref, and I, they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of refs are ex-players at this mm-hmm. point. I don't know if tonight's were, but, I mean, the refs know what's up. And I'm sure, you know, that was the communication. And, and I asked Brett Howden about this after the game. If there was communication with the refs in the third period, he said, of course, you know, there was. And, you know, they wanted to make sure that, you know, no sort of silly stuff was going on or, or they would take care of it. And I think that's what it was. And I know that, you know, the actual reason for some of those misconducts might have seemed really like light and petty, mm-hmm. but it was like the meaning behind it. Yeah. You know, the refs had clearly said There's to both benches. To exactly. Yeah. The refs had clearly said, knock it off, boys. Let's just get through this game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, none of the shenanigans. And the Panthers kept doing shenanigans. They just kept doing yeah. stuff. They just kept doing dumb stuff. And they kept getting booted. And, you know, I, I think that it was pretty telling that Paul Maurice did not go off on the refs after the no, game. No, he didn't. He was saying, you know, those last, uh, I think he said 36 minutes, he was like, that's not up for debate. And so to me, that the way I interpreted that was him saying, look, we we deserved a lot of that. Yes. Yeah. And believe me, we've seen Paul Maurice sway a series when it comes to officiating by his uh, – by, by you know lashing out at the at the officials with the you know the six power play the I call it the Paul Conda forever uh, <laughs> um, nice. but uh, no it's it it was really by the way shortest Paul Maurice presser that I have ever been witness to yep. tonight so you know there's some tension there but professional uh, but professional but terse I would say right Ter- that's a fair, good that's fair. a good, yeah so look there's there's gonna be a there's a lot more hockey to be played yeah we're going back to to Florida and their friendly confines but the prop the the 
But what I will say is that the risk with being a team like the Panthers, a team that is so sort of like charged with emotions mm-hmm. and so physical is that you do have the, you do run the risk where that, you know, that, that gasoline, you know, gets like, like when you play with fire, you get burned a little bit. Yeah. And it did seem like they kind of melted down a bit tonight. So it's, we're going to have to see a, a more composed, not going away from what makes them good, but a more composed Panthers team in game three and potentially game four. And, and, and from there on out for this to be an interesting series and for us to come back to Vegas. So We'll yeah, yeah, indeed. And, you know, I will say, like, I, I think that's the big, you know, thing for Florida and their their coaches in the next couple of days is like, OK, what's our path to winning here? Mm-hmm. Because just going like hammer and tong is is not working. We, we've seen it. it hasn't worked. <laughs> we've tried yeah. it. It was a failure. Yeah, um, I, I do wonder, you know, I thought like Anthony Duclair before he got booted, mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought he showed some pretty effective play at times. I wonder if. Florida sees a path where they you know, the guys that have speed on that team, because they're not an overly fast team, but they got some guys like Duclair, mm-hmm. you know, if they can use their speed in the offensive zone, move the puck around quickly, um, if that can generate some more offense, and then they're not playing on their back heel for most of the game as they were in game two. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how the Panthers come out in game three. Absolutely. Well, we're, well, you know, we'd love to tell you, but we're going to have to wait another two days until we come back. Um, so we will obviously be back to recap game three. We'll be in uh, South Florida that time. Um, and as always, for all your betting needs, we're in Vegas. You can see the sign behind us. Use BetMGM. Uh, you know, be where the action is. Ryan, let's see these folks in uh, South Florida. Indeed.